0: hey yo this is basketball with the boys i'm big right and i'm g money hello g money how's but, it going today
1: dude It's going pretty well how's it going with you
0: i'm doing pretty well man a lot of basketball today a lot of sports going on today actually
1: yeah you're right and- because of my lack of cable, I'm just going to have to watch the highlights tomorrow. But
0: <laughs> That's not a big deal. I like Monday mornings like that,
1: though. That's all right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm eating my bag while I watch some basketball.
0: There you go. So, G-Money, we wrapped up, uh, you know, the championship of the NCAA this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, congrats to, uh, to Virginia. Um, I actually went into overtime. That game went into overtime on Monday.
1: Yeah, it is a great game, and I yeah. can't believe Virginia pulled it out. Yeah, like Texas Tech had it, and they well they lost it. The yeah,
0: a <laughs> yeah, great game, just exactly what a championship should be. Exactly. Um, but also this week we had uh, you know Dwayne Wade um, finishing up his NBA career, his final game against the Nets, mm-hmm. um, and he is our topic of discussion today
1: was definitely and this is the first uh player talk we've had in like 11 podcasts
0: yeah it's been a while <laughs> yeah the last
1: guy we talked about was Mello, and no, Yeah. they were from the same class
0: yeah exactly and you know who knows mellow might might still be playing after this year so mm-hmm. um dwayne wade we're going to talk about him his career um you know where he came from coming up and uh just how phenomenal of a of a basketball player he he really is, um, and really I, I kind of looking back at his career, I think he I think he was kind of overlooked in some parts. Um, but we'll we'll dive into that. So yeah, do you you want to get started here? Um, just talk talk a little bit about what you found out about D Wade and uh, his nickname was the Flash. I didn't even know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool too. Um, yeah. I think we should just we might as well just start go high school, college, and then –
0: From the beginning, yeah.
1: So his senior year of high school, he had 27 points a game and 11 rebounds per game. Yep. Which is very impressive.
0: (laughs) Very, very impressive.
1: But – and I noticed that you have written here that most colleges didn't even want to look at him because his academics were poor. Mm -hmm. And I also, in my research, found that in his first year at Marquette, he couldn't play because of his
0: academics. Right, right.
1: So after he finally got his stuff together and started, you know, getting his grades up, he played two more years at Marquette. Over those two years, he averaged about twenty points, about four assists, and six and a half rebounds per game.
0: Solid stat line.
1: Solid stat line. I mean, mm. definitely a. The, he was the highest scorer. Both years he was there, like he led the team in scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, he also led the team, or he led the conference in steals. Yeah, at two point four seven a game, his first <laughs> season, which is two and, and a
0: half. Yeah, two and a half steals a game. That's yeah. uh, that's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, he's the flash. He's everywhere. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And then his second and last season in college. They won the Conference USA championship. Mm-hmm. Their only, their first and only Conference USA championship, and they went to the Final Four. So, yeah. that was pretty impressive. And while they're in the Final Four, they played against Kentucky, mm-hmm. where he had 29 points, 11 boards, and 11 assists to notch the fourth ever triple double in NCAA history.
0: Yeah, when I when I found that fact, I I was kind of blown away i i didn't know that i mean i know they made a huge deal out of um you know someone else this year make getting getting a triple double in the the ncaa tourney but i didn't know it was that rare that players were getting were not getting you know triple doubles in the in the tournament and dwayne wade was one of them And i think he really put his name on the on the map you know going into the 2003 draft uh with that so
1: yeah and i think I We almost take triple-doubles for granted how mm-hmm. often we see them in the NBA. Right. But when you think about it, I mean, if we did, like, just the NBA championships and the Final Four comparison, like, I'm sure that, you know, the NBA would still have more triple-doubles, mm-hmm. but... Uh,
0: still be pretty slim.
1: Yeah, it'd be much slimmer. Yeah. So I think we yeah. just, you know, assume we see them all the time, especially with Russell. Right. <laughs> that That's why we found this so surprising.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I agree.
1: Well, why don't you talk a little bit about after his second year at Marquette, he went to the NBA.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Dwayne Wade, he he went to um, the NBA, pursued uh, the draft in uh, 2003. Um, he was a fifth overall pick. And he was in the same draft class, as everyone knows, as, you know, LeBron, Melo, Chris Bosch. Um, you know all CP3. those guys, yeah, CP three, all, all those guys. That's why they're such good friends, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he was picked by the Miami Heat. Um, you know, Dwayne Wade. You know, growing up in Chicago, he idolized the Chicago Bulls. He idolized, you know, Michael Jordan, of course. Um, and you know, kind of, kind of different going down south. You know, playing with, uh, playing with Miami um, to start his career and, and spend a majority of career, his career there. So kind of going over his his career stats as it as it ended up, um, he averaged, you know, 22 points per game. Uh, Assists were around five and a half and rebounds were almost at five per game as well. So great. I mean, great stat line for a shooting guard. Um, You know, he started out as a a point guard and everything, kind of transitioned into that shooting guard role and uh, really made a, a phenomenal career out of out of it um scoring championship he he was uh he held in 2008 and the 2009 season um that season he had 30.2 points per game um that <laughs> that's a lot that i mean that's that's a great number to hold the scoring title at oh yeah um, he um let's see here so he was a 13 13 time nba all-star um you know, he led the Olympic team in 08 in scoring when they won the gold medal. He was just um, doing
1: all the scoring that year.
0: Yeah. Oh I mean, <laughs> that's just ridiculous.
1: And you know what's interesting is that his three-point percentage was right around 32. Really? Yeah. And, like, the years before and after that, it didn't get over 30. No. <laughs> so this man was not getting all these points by threes. He was driving and foul shots. I mean, that's right.
0: Pretty impressive also. Right. Yeah, that he was he was having himself a year like. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um and that was even that was right after, you know, his his championship run um in 05 and 06, uh, you know, with uh Big Diesel Shaq Big O'Neal. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was actually the uh, finals MVP that year. Um he went on later on uh with LeBron to win two more championships. Um, They went to four straight finals between 2011 and 14. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that pretty much sums up, you know, his highlights of his, his career. He was three-time all defense team as well. Um, you know, that's, that's all, um, you know, really, really impressive because he kind of spread it out throughout his career. Um, mm-hmm. You know, how much he, he won and how, how he broke records and, um, you know, scoring titles and everything. I mean, he uh, he had a he had a proficient career. Um, you know, with the Heat, um, went to the Bulls for a year. He went to the Cavs for a year, um, and then ended up back back with the Heat. So, Wade County is where he's from.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, two things I want to say is the the one he kind of put the Heat on the map, right. Because he won the first championship there.
0: Yeah. In yeah, their I mean, franchise history, yeah,
1: yeah, ever. So he put the Heat on the map, and then you know, several years down the line, he put two more up in the Raptors or Rafters, not Raptors.
0: Rafters, <laughs> not for the Raptors, yeah, not for the Raptors.
1: <laughs> um, which is also pretty impressive. So you think, yeah. like, without him, the Heat may have struggled to win a championship,
0: at right? All. Right, yeah, so I think I'm,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: I'm sure they were devastated when he. He left and went to, you know, the (laughs) Bulls.
1: Yeah. One, another thing I want to say is you were talking about how it's, like, kind of spread out over Mm -hmm. his career. Yeah. Well, this year, like, he went to Chicago, went to Cleveland, all that kind of stuff. This year, he's averaged more points than the last three years and more assists and rebounds. Really? Yep. Wow. So, he is like back where he you know, belongs in Miami, and yeah. he's going out on a good note. Right. Saying. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's it. I mean, and two, he he's coming off the bench too. He's only started. He only started two games this year. Right. Um,
1: so he yeah, only started two and played seventy two.
0: Right. <laughs> that's impressive in itself as well.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. When like that's what you look for like in a good bench player. Right. So he's kind of done a good job of transitioning from starter leading the team and points and all this kind of stuff to now being more of like a role model yeah. to these younger guys and also um, being just a solid guy coming off the bench.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, another note you mentioned here, um, he is the all-time heat leader in points, games, assists, steals, Shots made and shots taken. Um, so he's played a lot of basketball for the heat is pretty much what that says. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically, like if you're going to have the leading points, you better have the most shots made. You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that would make, that would make sense. You also, you mentioned here too, and I, I want to ask from your perspective, you know, he battled postseason injuries almost every year, but you know, five through them do, you know, pretty well every season. Um, what how do you feel you know he would have stacked up if he would have stayed healthy like even more healthy um than he was you know in and out of every season do you think maybe they would have won more championships or do you think you know they still would have played you know as well as as well as he was doing after injuries
1: um i think he did battle like a ton of injuries and they were all like postseason right so I don't know if it was playing so hard all season, wore his body out by the time postseason came or what. Um, But I think they could have won. They had the possibility to win more championships had he been more healthy while the big three was there. Right. I think without them, I don't think like him and Shaq probably would have won another one. No. But, and I think by himself, he couldn't do it. Like, I mean, that's why Melo hasn't been able to do it. Right. But I think with LeBron, Bosch there, like, they took the Mavericks to seven games, mm-hmm. and then you know the first time they got to the finals. I think if Wade was fully healthy um, that time and against the Warriors, they may have been able to squeeze out another championship.
0: Yeah, i I would agree with that. I going off that. I mean, he took Miami to the playoffs twelve times. Mm -hmm. Um, he took Chicago to the playoffs once, um, you know, he, they had seasons where they, they made runs like that. Uh, And of course the ones, you know, in six and 12 and 13 where, you know, they went to the championship and stuff and won it, but, um, you know, they, they had, you know, strong teams with strong players, even, you know, without LeBron, even without Shaq, um, that still made it to the playoffs. They just didn't have the runs um, you know, that, that other years comparably, um, had. And, right. uh, so yeah, I mean, he, obviously, you know, he, he had, you know, some seasons that he assisted so well in getting them to the playoffs. I think, you know, if he would have, you know, been a little bit more healthier if we have, they would have had, a, a you know, a couple more bench players or, you know, maybe key role players that would have came in during those times where LeBron and Bosch and, You know, Shaq weren't there. Um, Maybe they would have made it further. So, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, you can't put all the blame on Dwayne Wade. No, no, not at all. Not at all. No. But I think it wouldn't have hurt if he was 100% every game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the last facts I wanted to mention, too, was he put up in his last game ever (laughs) the other night against the Nets, he put up a triple double. Um, you know, 25 points, 11 boards, and 10 assists um, against the Nets. You, you know, it's, it's notable that all these players have real significant last games in their career. Um, you know, you talk about Kobe dropping 60 in his last game. Um, you know, how do you, how do you feel? Do you feel Dwyane Wade is, you know, satisfied with how he went out? I think so. Um,
1: cause obviously he can still keep playing if he wanted to. Sure. Sure. So I think him choosing when to be done and going out on such a good note like that, getting a triple double. Yeah. I feel like he has to be satisfied with his career and you know, how he ended.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think he did everything that he wanted to do. Um, you know, three championships is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not only that, I mean, he had he had such a solid career alongside some of the best players we're seeing in the world, you know, play. Right. Um, you know, he came into the league with LeBron, you know, recruit straight out of high school. He came, you know, with uh, Mello coming from Syracuse, um, you know, CP3. It's just he came into the league with all these great players that he had to, you know, compete against. And I think they probably pushed him to be, you know, one of the best that's, you know, ever played. Um, in the shooting guard position. So, um, yeah, I think he's satisfied. And it's it was really hard, you know, seeing him and Dirk go out, you know, the same week. Um, right. <laughs> some of the, the two of the best players we've ever seen. So
1: I agree. And some, like, else that made me really want to talk about Dwayne Wade was, like, his contributions off the court. Right? Yeah. Yep. Like, we saw that video on Instagram. I know. And the video just – basically showed wade talking to these people that he's helped over the years yeah and like for example like a family their house burnt down and he just donated so much money to them and like took them shopping for new stuff and gave them furniture yeah you know he just did so much like he donates 10 percent of his income every year and yeah that's the kind of stuff that makes you a legend oh yeah along with all the points and everything you make.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, it's probably pretty notable, but he, uh, he bought his mother a church, um, you know, because she wanted to build her, her own ministry. Um, her, his mother went through a lot of drug addiction, um, went through a lot of stuff, uh, you know, when right before and, and during, uh, you know, Wade was in, Wade was going into a uh, college ball and, uh, and it just shows, you know, how, how he stuck with his mother and just really helped her um, get back on her feet and, you know, give her the dream that she wanted. And he's got – I mean, Wade's got a beautiful family. He just had, you know, another um, uh, baby daughter. And it's just – he's such a great guy. He deserves it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. So I agree.
0: So, yeah, all the best to D-Wade in his retirement. Um, hopefully it's not the last we see of him. Um but yeah, it was a great career. It was good talking about such a good guy.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I like hearing about this. You know, guys like this.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, well, man, it's been a great podcast. Great cool, talking man.
0: to you. You as well, man. It was great. We will uh, we'll see everyone next week, and uh, have a good one. Have a good week, Ben.
1: Yeah. Have a good week. All right.
0: Peace, guys. Peace.